Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people with last names. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Star Wars 9, The Rise of Skywalker, the uh, the ninth movie, the ninth episode, the 11th released, and the 11th chronologically Oh, yeah, it all came that we did it. We're here. This is the last of it any Star Wars. Long, this is an historic episode for several reasons. Yes. It's the last last episode with you here. You're leaving me. You got mm-hmm. sick of it. You walked out on me. Walking, you know, you're about to. Yeah. Also, this is our first time re-reviewing a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've never... Oh, and I have bad news for you, Tyler. What? I'm just going to dive right into my first. Oh, let, let me tell you what this movie's about first. Yeah. It's about the Skywalker saga. It's space. There's lasers. There's ships. It's the final episode. There's laser swords. There's also lightsabers. And we get to find out what, what happens to Kylo Ren and Rey Star Wars. What are they going to do? All right, we did it. Great. We're going to Star Wars. Are you, about, you want to get into your rant? No, I just want to give you my impression. Okay. And it is this. I have the exact same complaints from the first time we reviewed this movie, but they're about 10 times stronger. So, oh. so I don't even... This, okay. this is going to be a terrible episode because it's. I have the same take. It's just more severe. Same take. I'm excited. So did you also listen to our last episode? No, I didn't. I didn't. But like, as I was writing up my notes, I'm like, this is the same. (laughs) It was kind of funny because on the way home from watching the movie, I was talking to Bailey in the car and like we had the exact same conversation we had the first time we watched the movie, except this time she was complaining to me about the same things I was complaining to her about two years ago when this came out. Anyway, so yeah, you you re-listened to our episode? Yes. So I, this morning, was like, I'm going to re-listen to the whole thing. First off, remember when we used to do special little pictures for each series and everything? Yeah. It was a good time. Anyway, now uh, now we got a cool little waveform that goes through the whole thing, but we don't have, we have the same picture for every episode. I listen to it on YouTube. That's how I always get my podcasts. Mm. Nailed it. Anyway, it is 90 minutes long. Listen to the whole thing. I have different views. What? You, you'll different. have to remind me. I think I'm going to share the same opinion. But you, you tell me what's different yeah. about my opinion. So here, here's a question I have for you. Do yeah. you feel like you could sum up this movie? Sum it up? Like give a synopsis to it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Because I'll tell you right now. The you, first time we recorded it, we couldn't do it. We couldn't figure it out. So we were just like, this is not the movie to start with, was what we said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's the Space Wizard War coming to a, a head. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah. I summed it up. That's great. I'm a better man however many years <laughs> later. How long You've ago grown? did we do the... I mean, this came out 2019, so it's been about two years. Since yeah. this movie came out, let me close to I've it got it probably right what here. a holiday release in 2019 or something like that. Yeah, you know I me. Mean? So it was released or November release, maybe 
February 6, 2020 was when we released it on the YouTube. Episode. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so. Been yeah, a I, good 18 months, give or take. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Trying to make me. Time for Star Wars, folks. That's what. <laughs> did I write it? Did you write it? I, who wrote it? <laughs> Let's see if we can figure out who wrote it. The absolute best kind of war. Really the only kind of war. Go ahead, name one other kind of war. No, please. I'll wait. This is you. This is you. <laughs> I was <gonna> say. <laughs> There's way too many periods for it to be me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Star War. <laughs> is a rare... I feel like you're not... I'm more... Usually the one that's more combative when I used to write the descriptions. That's a rare... I've gotten pretty lazy with them lately. <laughs> yeah maybe it's time for me to take it back because that's why Could i originally be. passed back yeah. to you is i got real lazy with them yeah we just gotta trade oh, it off man. every so often yeah but so but well, yeah i feel like i'm a stronger man now that i can mm-hmm. do a synopsis of I, episode I, nine. I, have, I feel like i have greater passion and fervor so that's it's yeah. a good thing right oh yeah uh do you want to start do I mean, let's first of all i'm ready are you ready to do the rants yeah, I want you to take me down to Spoiler Town. Yeah. Get in the speeder thing. We didn't come up with a good thing before. Get on this the cool what? horse thing with the it's tusk. Thing the wildebeest I, horse. We, we were like, I don't when know. We ever crafted a thing. We, <laughs> I usually put some I thought into it. Half the time, remember to come up with a thing before the episode starts, all right? Yeah. And yeah, you can have your thing, but your thing doesn't have to kick the episode off. So yeah so we get here and it's it's a free-for-all every time yeah when, when was the last time you and i sat down and did a little brainstorm session on what was where spoiler towns come, come oh never i always just try to somehow tie it to the thing oh man but i don't want to say speeder every so time. we're hopping on a speeder no we're hopping on the horse wildebeest things oh yeah we don't need speeders they can get jammed and we're riding into spoiler town yeah all right do your rant are you ready? I'm not ready to time you, but you just start, you know. All right. First off, I remember J.J. Abrams like kind of just ignoring everything from Ryan Johnson's movie and being bummed about it. But what I realized since that time is I think I've only seen Last Jedi when it came out in theaters. And then when we watched it last week, despite it being one of my favorite Star Wars movies. um, I had I had only seen it the one time. And uh, I saw, so two years later, I see the sequel and I was like, well, they didn't do anything with what Ryan Johnson did. But you know what? There was enough things I liked about this movie that it's fine. Having watched it a week after the Ryan Johnson one, I hate it. I hate, it all. I hate all the choices, like all the good things about this movie are far outweighed by like my complaints about it now. I forgot that literally J.J. Abrams was like, we're just going to pretend that movie didn't happen. I'm going to write a scroll that explains what I wanted to happen in the last movie. And this is where we're picking up. And it it made me very upset. I was like, look, I'm guessing his plan, if he did a trilogy, was the second movie, the big reveal at the end of the movie would be, hey, Palpatine has returned. And that's that's the big twist of two. So then in three, it's like, well, how, what are we going to do about Palpatine? So instead, he was like, Palpatine's here, <laughs> whatever. You know, everyone's favorite line, somehow... Palpatine returned <laughs> somehow like and and okay this entire movie is an exposition dump and it it is the beginning of a scene they they say some exposition they're like we have to do that we have to find the knife 
Where do we find the knife? There's a clue to the knife here. Okay. Now we're here. Where's the clue? Let's walk over this way. Oh, we fell on a thing. Oh, here's the clue. All right, what does the clue say? We go here. Okay, how are we gonna get there? Uh, we'll go this way. All right, we're there. Who can read the clue? You're like, okay, it's every single scene is just like, hey, we have a, pro you know, there's no like big arc of like, hey, this is the thing we're doing, except that in the beginning of the scroll, it's like, Palpatine's here, we gotta do something about that. <laughs> and I just, I hate it. It was driving me crazy. Like every scene, look, this movie has three story writers and two screenwriters, and I hate all of them. <laughs> And they've done movies that I like, but I hate them for doing that. I don't know what they were thinking. Look, I'm going to read you some of the credits they've done. And like decent movies, blockbuster movies that were decent, not well written. And this is the crack screenwriting team. They got together to finish the entire. Look, J.J. Abrams or Ryan Johnson was like, what if we did something different? What if we took it in a new direction? What if we asked bigger questions? What if we did more themes? And J.J. Abrams was like, no time for any of that. <laughs> we got to tell everyone what's happening and how we're solving the problem in this very scene. <laughs> there are no themes. It's just how are we going to get to Palpatine? Are we going to kill Palpatine? Those are the two questions of the movie. That's it. That's all we do. That's all we did. All right. So I don't know. I hated it. <laughs> I hated the whole... Look, the shrug is amazing. I like the ending fight scenes with uh, <laughs> the shrug. <laughs> That's, that is what I liked about this movie. And the rest of it was either bad writing or it was fine. And like, we're, I don't know. I would have guessed the first time I saw this, I gave this like movie like a solid B. I'm giving this thing like a C minus or a D plus. I can't do it. I can't sit here and watch J.J. Abrams just throw out a good movie. It's so unprofessional. I hated it. I hated so much about it. The stupid scroll, like at least Ryan Johnson, when he rolled up in the movie, he was like, we end with the, with the Luke and Ray thing. What's going to be the conversation? J.J. Abrams set him up for it. And Ron Johnson said, what if Luke isn't into it? And that's how we start the movie. Okay, well, why isn't Luke into it? And what's Ray going to do about it? And, you know, that's the whole thing that launches it. And at the end of the movie, it's like, well, Kylo's bad. Ray is good. But maybe now they're meeting in the middle somewhere. And it's like, was Kylo going to embrace the badness? Is it going to... And instead, we just roll up and it's like, no, Kylo's gone full baddie. He wants to be the leader. Whatever you... Look, it's not Ray versus Kylo. And you're like, well, that... Why is it, where'd Palpatine come? Who did it? Who pulled that? I don't understand why he, he ignored everything. He didn't take anything from the last movie. Naughty boy. He's a bad, bad boy. He did a bad job, okay? And the first movie, he lifted the plot from somewhere else. And this one, he didn't have anything to lift a plot from. I mean, kind of. It's just weird because if he was lifting the plot from the original trilogy, it's like, oh yeah, no. It ends with the scene where it's like, are you going to turn to the dark side or not? Except Ryan Johnson did that in the last movie. We already kind of addressed that a little bit. And so I didn't need a rehashing of that scene. You had Snoke, you had Ren, you had Rey. And this one, they're like, let's do the same scene, but with Palpatine and Ren and Rey. And you're like, well, that didn't do any good for anyone. Like, so much of this movie is just him. Oh, Cody, I'm going to oh. have to cut you off. You better go, because I got to get back into it. I'm going to cut you off. You better go. Okay. All right. You better start I'm just going to go right now. Okay. First off, Cody, every Star Wars movie has a will they turn, will they not moment in it. Every single one. Because it's like, if it's a question of will you turn to the dark side or not, you're going to turn to the... That's what they, here's what they need to do. If, if a Sith comes to you and says, will you turn to the dark side, you need to kill that person. That's the only way, because they're going to turn to the Sith. But then, what happens, Cody? Then you become the Sith. 
And that's the problem with the Sith. They're dicks. Anyway, all right, let me get into these notes. All right. I just want to say the last podcast we recorded on this, Cody, I have one major note. I was out of breath the entire time. What was I doing that I was like, (sighs) did we go for a run and then sit down and immediately start recording? I should have said, let's pause. Let me catch my breath. But I did not do that. All right. Here's what we need to do, Cody. Uh, I will tell you right now, the last episode, the last time we recorded this, you also did not like this movie. had almost the same but with less fire. So exactly what you were saying. I liked this movie was iffy on Ryan Johnson. I thought JJ Abrams was went too nerdy. Here's the thing though. I described exactly what (laughs) this, what Ryan Johnson's movie was as what I think they should have done with this one. And obviously that's not what would work. So I'm the dumb one because obviously that didn't work. And that was a bad call. I hate this movie. (laughs) If you okay, you talked about the letter grade. All right, I'm just gonna give it. I t- I'll tell you, I'll give it a C. Tell me, Cody, look at me. Take the shrug out. Reach out. Take that shrug out. Take that shrug right out of that. I want you to reach out. Pull that shrug out. It's a D minus. It's a D minus movie. It's a bad movie. Here's what they did. Ryan Johnson understands Star Wars fans and Star Wars lore. J.J. Abrams read a couple comic books. And he's like, oh, the Emperor always comes back. Let's do that. That's the only thing we can do. Everybody will love it. The nerds, they'll be into it. They'll suckle it up. I bet you Ryan Johnson was sitting there thinking, but no, 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 no. That's a dumb thing to do because that never is believable. It's always dumb. It always leads to weird stuff like Luke becoming a Sith Lord and a Jedi at the same time. And it's weird and nobody likes it. And it kills that storyline. Don't do it. That's what he probably would have said. What J.J. Abrams said is, shut up, nerd. I'm going to do what I want. And then he headbutted him, smashed a beer on a can on his head, and went and played football. Because that's what we know. We know J.J. Abrams. He's a jock, and he's a cool guy. That's what I think every time I see him. All right. Why do they not trust Poe? I forgot. We leave the last one with he is in charge, undeniably, of the resistance. He's in charge. To the point where everybody looks at Leia, and then she goes, what? What do you want me to say? He told you what to do. Do that. Also, there's 12 of them. Then they cut to the forest and they're back to the same size they've always been. And they're like, we're fine. We're hiding, but whatever. That last movie didn't happen. You said they didn't bring anything. No, they brought Rose for a bit part that was useless and we hate it. Also, the last time we recorded, we thought Rose was a lesbian or something. She's not. Her, she definitely was into Finn. It had been too long since we saw the last movie. The better movie. The best Star Wars movie. I'm going to say I'm going to spoil the end. That's the best Star Wars movie. It's Ryan Johnson's Star Wars. And I hate it because we're never getting another one. Empire is best pyre. I said that in the last one. I stand by it. I loved it so much. Make it a hashtag. Trend it on Twitter. That's I just wanted that to know because I talk about playing games. I don't like Dio. As I said, I will repeat it exactly. He is a coffee cup attached to a wheel and I hate him. He's not cool. He's not cute. He's not fun. He's dumb. He's worthless. You know who I did love? Babo. Oh, we love Babo. He's the best. Uh, mm. Let's see. Uh, you, uh, the, they, ne- they never follow through on the threats. Like you said, like your opinion, in my opinion, same opinion that you had. And I had, I think the last time we recorded this, this is two movies smashed into one movie. Like, just smashed in where it's like the chewy thing. They never follow through on the threat, though. 
Who cares that Chewie got got done in? Because you never kill anybody, except you killed Han, but nobody believed that he was dead until maybe now there's still people that believe he's not dead. Because you never actually kill anybody. You just say you killed him, and then guess what? I bet you in the next trilogy, someone's bringing Snoke back. Snoke is coming back, and it's like, you were a puppet. You were like a force puppet. You had, you, Palpatine took his force hand, shoved it right up your butt, and worked the mouth hole. And that was Snoke. That's all he was. He wasn't any of the cool backstories people came up with. He was just Palpatine clone, a oh, bad clone. All right, Tyler, I'm going to have to cut you off right there. It's, yeah, this is a real one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, okay. Obviously, the C-3PO thing never pays off. Here's the thing. I, I don't know which scene it was. It might have been the 3PO scene. I literally wrote, nobody cares about this. This scene is a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing where it's like, I don't know. I do love Babu. He's great. Baba. Babu. He's great. Was Babu Frick? Yeah, Babu Frick, I think, is his name. And he's like, Babu! Babu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's very good. Um, so, I mean, no, the Chewie thing, definitely. That's the other thing, too. It's like, why do they send Chewie? He's like, hey, Chewie, go get Ray's attention. You're like, go boot the ship up and fly down to her. I don't do something. Why was Kylo Ren flying his ship so low that Ray could take it out with the lightsaber? Why did she have to run away from it to do a backflip over it? Couldn't she have just like, I mean, slit, run was at cool. him, slid it down. Just, everything in that scene was bad screaming because it didn't make sense. Like, oh, Chewie's going to get there. Okay, Chewie's cut. All right. And then she's running out. She's running which way? Oh, okay. That was a cool. Why was the ship? Whatever. It's fine. Whatever. It's just not. Nothing quite makes sense, and it's in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding when you have to explain what's going on every single scene. Yeah, everything you do is okay. Here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. the light skipping thing. I got nothing out of that. No. Like they kind of throw in the like. It's almost like JJ was like, "I know cool stuff too." You blow up a ship with light speed. Look, he can light speed skip, but it never pays off. It's literally just like it happens, and it was that. You're like, yeah. "Well, that was there to look cool," or but also they didn't get away with it. Like it didn't help him get away because the ship just followed him because. So what's even the, you know, there's, I feel like he was like, no, look, I'm cool too. Look at my cool lore, my cool force abilities. And you're like, nah, the only cool thing I liked in this movie was when she passes the lightsaber to him. That was great. And the shrug is great. And like you said, you take those two things out of the movie, you dock this whole letter grade. <laughs> it's yeah. like, that was, that was the peak. Um, yeah, yeah. I, mm, mm. I did. Another thing I thought was weird. And this is something we didn't mention before. I felt it was weird. The tone of Kylo Ren and his personality, his shift when he stepped away from the dark side and he's like, fine, I guess I'll succumb to the good guy, to the light, you know, because that's like his whole thing, mm. which I like that aspect of his personality that he is like fighting to stay on the dark side, mm -hmm. whereas everybody else has to fight to stay in the light side on the light Um, that he went from this like stoic terminator like black knight always coming for you kind of guy to the kind of guy that like does a cool jump and then like gets winded and goes oh you know and like kind of has like the comedic moments of him being like i got this oh, i don't got this you know and it's mm. like you can't do that when the guy has one line left all right yeah. <laughs> that's not and it probably was what led to the shrug which I appreciate, but at the same time, you've established him as this kind of character. Vader didn't suddenly like toss Emperor Palpatine down a hole and then be like, hey, Luke, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. <laughs> Got him, you know, and start popping dad jokes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he already did the dad jokes. Right. <laughs> you know, he was still Vader. Yeah. 
Have you seen the stuff about Hayden Christensen playing Vader and stuff? Because they're doing stuff with Vader. So he's oh, the guy in the yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I've heard a little. I mean, I just heard that he's going to be in some of the series they're yeah. working on. But, you know, good, good, you know, let's give him another try. Why not? Whatever. I don't I mean, care. I don't care. I think he, in other stuff he's in, he's a pretty good actor. He didn't have great lines written for him. by Yeah, the dialogue Lucas. was rough that those movies. OK, <laughs> I, I kind of mentioned this is what I was getting to at the end of my rant. And I want to make sure we talk about it. Get it. I talked about the exposition dumping just the whole time. My other problem is I talked about J.J. Abrams erasing what Ryan Johnson did, but he even goes one step worse where like he goes out of his way to erase what Ryan Johnson did and then do it in this movie. For example, the end of the last movie, they sent out a distress call. They're like, hey, we're at the Battle of Crate. We're going to send out our last call to get our allies. And literally this movie, they're like, no one came. Hey, Lando, go out and do another stress call. Oh, everyone came. Yeah. We already did this. Like, Ryan Johnson already set that up for you. You could have said, hey, this movie isn't happening that much further later. Oh, look, here's the reinforcements. You know, like it could have happened sooner or it could have just been delayed or, you know, like. Yeah, which I do wonder. I would love to know how Ryan Johnson, like what he saw as the end goal. Like, because the way I see there's only two things that he could have done, which the way I think that he was probably headed is that it isn't the big galaxy wide armada that saves the day. It's like six of them infiltrating whatever the final thing is and yeah. blowing it up, you know, or is it, that's my thing is like, or is it Kylo Ren stepping back and going, turning yeah. good with Ray, you know, like that was, that's what yeah. I thought the big conflict was going to be. It was going to be Supreme leader Kylo Ren versus Ray. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that was going to be the major clash. And then, like you said, there were definitely the resistance would have to fight for shorter in some capacity or another. But I thought that would be the conflict was, hey, the Jedi and the Sith and what's going to happen with them. And instead it was those two. But hey, we have another big bad and he's back here. Remember, it's uh, yeah. Emperor Palpatine. There is a third way that they could yeah. have ended it. Did you play? Yeah, I know I've asked you this before. I know you're familiar with them, but did you ever play the old Knights of the Old Republic games? Mm, no. So the first one, spoilers for those games. They are worth playing. So. Give us me, give me like five minutes. Five minutes? Uh-oh. <laughs> give me like 15 minutes. Now, um, so if you play in the first game, you play Revan. He's a Sith Lord that's mm-hmm. leading this armada against the Republic. And something happens, they attack him, he loses his memory, and so they put false memories, use like force mind control, something to give you false memories. So you place him, but you can go good or bad. So the second one, they're like basically. Yeah, you, he went bad and took re- control of the Sith and then left. Took all the Sith armada, this unstoppable, huge army with unlimited resources and said, there's a bigger threat. I need to go take care of it and left. And nobody's heard from them again. Mm-hmm. And so that's how they dealt with how do you f- deal with the fact that the Sith were winning, basically, was they're like. The Sith Lord was like, for the good of the galaxy and the survival of both the Jedi and the Sith, I have to go take care of this other problem. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that would have been a cool way to end that to be like, we need to leave. Like, take the be like, the first order needs to go fight something else. Interesting. And they all gone. Mm. And then you could be like, in a like, <laughs> thing, do another trilogy and be like, it was Palpatine. Yeah. And it probably would have felt better than this one. Right. And and on that thread of just like things being reversed. Luke had an amazing send off last movie. Yeah. And in this movie, they make a point of him showing back up and being like, look, no, he does his force powers. Look, he redeemed himself. He lift the light, lifted the X wing out of the thing. Yeah. Which is like, 
it wasn't a bad moment, but for me, I was like, we already sent off Luke, and I was really happy with the way he was sent off. I yeah. appreciate, okay, Ray had her moment with Luke, just like Luke had his moment with Yoda in the last movie, whatever. But exact same thing with Han. And J.J. Abrams was the one to kill Han, <laughs> and yeah. he brings Han back in this movie. And to his, I will say in J.J.'s defense, I think it was supposed to be Carrie Fisher in all those moments. And then Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. died. They had, to, they had to change their whole vision for the script and be like, yeah. darn it, okay, Han's movie was the first one, Luke's movie was the second one, this is supposed to be Leia's final, her her big performance. Mm-hmm. She died, my theory is. And like, they didn't know what they were going to do with her, they're like, hey, we'll repurpose other footage so she's in the movie, but obviously that can only go so far. Yeah. Uh, my Here's what I think. I think if Ian McDermott, McDermott, how do you say his name? It, I think if the guy who plays Palpatine had oh. died instead of Carrie Fisher, this movie would have been way better <laughs> because not that they couldn't have brought back the emperor, but maybe they would have been less tempted to and be like, okay, well he's out of the picture. We really got to focus on Carrie Fisher. You know, like maybe there could have been, cause it really could have been Carrie Fisher. Like, Hey, can I turn Ben? Can I retake Ben to the light? You know, like it could have been her doing that, her yeah. and Ray doing that together instead of, I don't know. So, so that's the thing I'll say in defense of JJ Abrams and the writers, mm-hmm. but they did it with Luke where they're like, all right, take back his ending, give him a new ending. They did it with, and not that Hans was bad. Like they kind of just rehashed what he said. It's, you know, he's a memory. I didn't dislike it, but it was, it was the kind of thing you're like, this really should have been Carrie Fisher here. And it's obviously not, fe- it would, it's feasible, but they would have had to do the yeah. constructive CG performance. Someone else which, did the voice, which is just. They I, said they weren't going to do on her. Right. And I think that's the only. But reason. I think the only reason they didn't is because it didn't, it didn't go well in Rogue One. The reception wasn't yeah. very good in Rogue One. Otherwise they may have been tempted to. Plus, I think I don't think it was J.J. Abrams that said we're not going to do that. I think it was like Disney said that's not happening. Yeah. So he probably would have. And then they were like, no, mm-hmm. like people have already made it clear that they won't go see the movie if we do this. So, yeah, no. Um, I it, the other thing about this movie is just like the whole movie is they get back together. You know, last movie you had Poe doing his thing, Finn doing his thing, Ray doing her thing. This yeah. one, they're like, look, we brought them all back together, except that Ray doesn't know Poe, but, you know, whatever. We have this trilogy that the main character's back together, except the whole movie is just them following Ray. Yeah. Finn doesn't have any part in anything, and Poe doesn't either, really. Like, they're just trying to help Ray in her adventure, but then she split. They're just chasing after Ray the whole time, and it's not satisfying to watch. Yeah, which, I, I yeah, and I hate the fact that, like, you know, everybody's like, they're in the jungle and everybody's talking to Leia as the leader again. And then it's not till Leia dies that they're like, Leia made you acting general. It's like, no, she made him the leader of the resistance while she was alive. Right. And he was the leader for like 30 minutes just, of a movie. You can just show him acting as leader. Cause that was his whole thing last time. Can he follow orders? Can he like, lead? Can he make good decisions to lead? And this one, they had to be like, I don't know how to do this. And you're like, well, we already did this. We already did this last yeah. in in some regard. Like, this is his movie to step up, and maybe he struggles with maybe he struggles with making the wrong decisions sometimes as a leader. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be like I don't know if I can do it. Like you've been you've been here. Yeah, I mean, so it would have made sense if they were like having issues trusting him. If you even allude to the fact of maybe his past or decisions he had made had caused things to go wrong once or twice, so they now are like. We're not sure if we actually trust you, but it's like you're okay. You're fighting in a resistance whose founding member was 
you know, like married to a former smuggler. And I'm, you know, and then everybody was all like, oh, it's Han Solo. He's he's a hero. He's a smuggler. He's an active. He was a smuggler, fought in the rebellion for like a weekend and then went back to smuggling. <laughs> yeah. Back to being a criminal. And then everybody's like, oh, a hero. Finn is a former stormtrooper. Yeah. An enemy soldier, an elite enemy soldier. Rebels. It is not. This is not like, oh, it's a fascist army versus the people's army. It's like a ragtag rebellion resistance group, you know. Yeah. And then they're all like, we don't even know you, Poe. And then they go to that planet and you're like, you were a spice runner. He's like, you were a (laughs) stormtrooper. You killed babies. I smuggled a drug. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about uh, it right now. The spice thing. Everybody's like, you've now caught a bomb Dune, Dune thing. It's yeah. such a like blatant, which he, I think it was like because Dune was a huge inspiration to especially in the, like the 80s when those guys were making movies. Like, there's a Dune movie came out in the 80s. Yeah, it's bad, especially next to How Star Wars. How dare you say any movie from. He's a famous guy. I know you love him, too. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's like I love a- him. I love him in the way where it's like, I don't like your work, but I like that you do it. <laughs> he's like it's a drive me crazy. Lynch, David Lynch, David Lynch, David Lynch, which yeah. is crazy. Like, it's one of those things where, like in retrospect, there's no universe where he should have had no, no. a big blockbuster sci fi movie like Dune. Yeah, which I think we should watch. I wanted to make you watch it before the new one comes out, but then I was like, no, no. Yeah. I would rather have Denis introduce you to Dune. That's my plan. Than David That's Lynch. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. But it's such a blatant ripoff of Dune that there's this vague drug called Spice. Yeah. Anyway. I. Yeah. Ray, the Ray and Kylo Ren and the Ray thing. I wish they felt more developed because it seems like last movie was the one where she's he's like, hey, look. Maybe there's more to this with you and I. And she's very much like, you're a venomous snake. Like, how dare you? You're a monster. And then by the end of the movie, it's like, we disagreed, but we did fight together. And and I don't know what's going to happen now. And in this movie, it seems like it's kind of back to the same thing where it's like, yeah, I'm Chase, you know, you're a monster. You're a monster. You know, I, I guess I just wish there was more development, more, um, more, is more complex between the two of them, you know? I would have liked it to have been more like, the relationship between like Magneto and Professor X, you know what I'm mm, talking about? Yeah. Where like they are enemies, but you know, like comics or shows or movies where like one of the bad guy mutants tries is like, I'll kill Professor X. And Magneto's like, I will rip your blood out of your body if mm. you threaten him again. Like yeah. he is my best friend. And it's just, it's interesting too, because they're just so toxic. They have such a toxic relationship in this movie. And at the end, they're the ones who kiss. And you know, it's just like, well, uh, I don't know. Like the whole movie, just like you guys are so bad for each other. Yeah. You Ray makes I'm like Ray pick a lane. She makes the decision to stab him with the lightsaber, death blow, then heal him. You know, it's just like not yeah. that I'm not saying that was like necessarily a bad story arc, but that's what I thought. I was just like pick a lane. You know, are you going to kill this guy or not? Are you guys fighting or are you not? Are you working together? Which I feel like that would have paid off a lot better had it gone the way that I thought it was going to go off of like all the promo stuff and rumors and everything, which would be that she decides to succumb to the emperor, which would have made a lot of sense. Cause he kind of talks about like, Oh, she strikes you're fighting with anger, you know, and you see her like fight with so much anger, even in the last Jedi. 
And in yeah. this one, she's fighting Kylo Ren like she's mad at Ren. You know, yeah. she's not defending herself or fighting for a cause necessarily. She's like, no, you are a monster. You killed my father figure. I think, you know, I, I just she fights with the anger of a Sith. Yeah. Um, so I, I did like that point that Palpatine makes as much as I dislike Palpatine being in this movie. Yeah, which that's Palpatine's superpower. Palpatine really is. And I think the reason why they thought it was a good idea to bring him back both in this movie and in lots of storylines, Palpatine is very much Sauron from Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. in that like, oh, he can do the force lightning. That's a big thing that he does. But his main power is the same power that they're like the vague power, the real power of the one ring in Lord of the Rings is, is that it has the power to bend wills. influence well for evil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like whoever kind of like any it. any good dictator, right? Yeah. You kind of like take the mind of the public and be like, "Hey, no, this is what we should do," you know? Yeah, which is like that's his superpowers that he can do. I can't remember the name of the force power, but that one of the reasons why like that fleet that was defending the second Death Star kind of collapsed when he died. The reason the Empire kind of collapsed when he died, at least at the end, the reason that George Lucas gave was that well, he basically was holding it together with his force powers. He was controlling the empire by like influencing mm-hmm. the will and the decisions of down to every stormtrooper. Yeah. And when he was gone, half the stormtroopers left. They were mm-hmm. like, screw this. Which is kind of what's weird about the first order being like no different from the empire, you know? I yeah. almost wish the first order was different in a way, but it's really just like, nope, we saw the Bigger. Supreme Leader. No, uh Kylo Ren is really trying hard to be Vader. Yeah, you know, which you could then you could argue, well, oh, well, because it's still Palpatine. So he was just doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it would have been which it is. It's always hard for me to argue against the First Order when it is just it's the not it's like the Germans in World War One and the Germans in World War Two. Yeah. Where the Nazis were just the same as World War One Germans, but bigger and better in every yeah. way. Yeah. So that's kind of what the First Order was. Yeah, I hear that. It is funny too. These like, I'm gonna start. You finished Vader, but isn't it isn't it well known that Vader was the one that killed Palpatine, or is it not well known? But like everyone knows the it's, the legend of Luke and Han and Leia, you know. Yeah. So, well, that's kind of one of the things. I wish I think Ryan Johnson might have played that up more had he done the whole trilogy, since he talked mm. about the you know Luke's like, you think of me this way because I'm a legend because they built me up in this way, but I didn't really do all a lot of these things or I didn't accomplish as much as you think i did i wish he had said something about like i didn't kill the emperor and everybody's like oh, why he's like no vader killed the emperor i was about to get killed by vader or yeah. like i was about to get killed by the emperor and then vader killed the emperor right but then she says that he turned vader so i guess it is common knowledge that vader killed the emperor so i don't good question i mean and, and speaking about the ray and ren thing i do think it's an interesting um Thing that like oh she heals him heals his scar he leaves behind his lightsaber which doesn't do anyone any good but i get like the symbol of it right it was like hey i'm leaving behind my sith saber yeah um so that's that's there there is some symbolism i don't think i think this movie doesn't lack symbolism but it does kind of lack themes yeah. you know it does a lot of symbolic things that it doesn't really earn you know what i'm saying and it's, it's hard yeah it does symbolic gestures but at the same time it's so expositional throughout so much of it that i'm like why don't you weave those symbols and themes into what you're instead of just 
we're going on an adventure and it is we're go it's like go, very go 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 i was just kind of fatigued by this movie <laughs> maybe it's because i wasn't in the right mood to like sit through a two and a half hour movie but it very much i was just like all right where are we going next all right what's happening next it I w- part of me feels almost like it'd be like if you took the mandalorian right and mm-hmm. someone told you all right take this which is like was it like 10 episodes in there anywhere from over an hour to half an hour long and said, I need you to cut this down to two hours. You would get something like this where it's just so much. It's like somebody explaining the story to you. Right. With cut scenes in between. Yeah. Or like if you play the video, like have you ever seen where people take the video game cut scenes and oh, stitch yeah. them together? Some It's kind of like that where you're like, I get it. But I, the impact of a lot of these There's things. There's a lot of stuff that happens in between that yeah. fills in the gaps. Yeah. I, the, my problem with this movie too is that it, there's a lot of, uh, it gives you information, then later it takes back that information, and then later it gives you the final information. The best example is Ray's parents, right? They mm-hmm. say, hey, your parents were nothing. They did nothing. You you're were nothing. nothing. Your parents are nothing. You're not nothing to be. That, that's from the last movie, right? Then in this movie, they're like, hey, your parents were nothing, except they weren't. They were hide, you know, they are, no, they say, well, they say, no, they wanted to take you to kill, be killed by Palpatine or whatever. Like, no, no, they were saving you from Palpatine. And at the end, it was like, no, no, Palpatine wanted you here because you're his granddaughter. You know, it's just, I don't know. I, it's, it felt like they kept giving us info and it was like the Chewie thing, right? Like, oh, Chewie's dead. No, he's just captured. You know, they kept saying things to me. And then be like, no, no, just kidding. This is how it goes. And it, just, it, it didn't have the impact it needed to. If you're going to do that, kind of like Ryan Johnson, I love the way he did The Flash Jedi, where it's like, hey, look, uh, this is Luke's side of the story when he confronted Ben Solo, right? Yeah. And then you see Kylo Ren's side of it, where it's like, oh, no, he was the, you know, it's like you see both sides of the story. And instead of this one, it's just people telling you stuff and then later being like, yeah, no, what I told you wasn't true, it's this. Yeah, yeah. What I, what I told you wasn't true. It actually is. I did. You know how you know I always bring it back to some dumb D and D reference, right? Here's the yeah. thing, Cody. This is what it feels like. It feels like you started with one DM. Yeah. And he's a newer DM, and he just ran, read a module. He just read a you know one of those pre made modules, and it was fun. Everybody had fun. You know, it was pretty basic, but he did it, and you all were like, "High five, we did it." And then your friend that has been DMing for like 35 years, he came in with his previous like homebrewed everything and he blew your minds with the intricacies. And then he's like, hey, guys, I can't do it for the next few weeks. This other guy's going to wrap it up. And then the other guy's like, all right, I got this intricacy stuff. And then he's like, all right. And well, I don't really know. I'm just going to tell you guys what happens next because I, I don't know how to yeah. play it out. And it's like it's like him. It's like J.J. Abrams saw and probably liked because everybody that's in the movie industry, it seems like, liked The Last Jedi. Yeah. It was just super fans or maybe a couple super fans. I don't I don't even know. We need a way to find out how much of that is review bombing and how much of it is people actually not like. We need a new it. poll. We need like a fresh, clean slate. Hey, let's yeah. re-poll this movie. Um, but it is like him being like, I can do that. But he couldn't do it because... Yeah. The whole thing with Ryan Johnson, what, the reason he refused doing the first one and then doing the third one is he's like, that's not enough time. I need like two or three years to make this movie. Well, that's the thing. If, if you had taken an extra year to do this one, 
you could have worked around the Carrie Fisher thing a lot easier, I thought. Yeah. You know, like that that's the other thing is like Ryan Johnson was right. You needed more time to figure out what the next steps were, regardless mm-hmm. of who the director was. And like I said, like let's talk about the writing thing because they hired the crack team. Yeah. Here's who the crack team is. Three story writers, two screenwriters. Screenwriters JJ Abrams and uh, I forget the other guy. Here's the thing. So the screenwriter also worked on and this is what drives me kind of crazy. He's the guy who wrote Argo, Ben Affleck movie, won, an, won a few Oscars. It, yeah. uh, I think, or at least Best Picture, maybe Screenwriting 2, 2012. It's a good movie. The one that's been denounced by several countries for making them look bad. Yeah, why not? Um, interesting movie. Pretty good. Yeah. As good as Ben Affleck will ever act. Because we all know Ben Affleck's not a good actor. All right, I said it. We all know it. Have you seen The Seek Departed? your heart of hearts. Stop. Okay, anyway. So he wrote Argo, which you're like, oh, he must be a really good screenwriter. He won a best picture movie. He also wrote Justice League Batman vs. Superman. So some ambition there, but hasn't pulled everything off. Mm-hmm. And so I am very surprised that after, like, they would have been writing this right after Justice League. So the fact that Batman vs. Superman came out, then Justice League came out, and then they still said, yeah, no, you're the guy to write the last Star Wars movie. Kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Now, the story team... I'll give him pardon on some stuff because he's just the screenwriter, right? He's not yeah. necessarily the guy who made all the story beats. The story team... But didn't Zack Snyder have a lot more control over Justice League? And we know. saw his cut of... His version of Justice League was actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. So the story team, they've written a lot of like good blockbusters, but nothing like phenomenal is kind of my problem with it. Jurassic World 2... So the lesser of the Jurassic World movies yeah, that have come the out. The worst of them. Yeah. Detective Pikachu. That's good. It's a fun movie, but it's not like you Mine. don't go to Detective Pikachu for the screenwriting. You go there for the Pokemon and the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That's it. That's the end of the deal. Yeah. Kong Skull Island. Good movie, but it's not a great script. It's, just, it's an enjoyable popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he did write an indie film I really like called Safety Not Guaranteed. I will give him that. Mark Duplass movie. Yeah. Uh, I remember Aubrey that Plaza. One. Really good. I, I really like it, but indie movies. So my thing is, this story team and the screenwriter have written some big budget movies, nothing great. So why are they the guys they went to to do to wrap this thing up? Like, why didn't you get? Like, I mean, Ryan Johnson wrote Looper, and then you go to like, why didn't you get someone like Denis Villeneuve? You know, who's like, hey, look, I've proven I can write great sci-fi, and mm-hmm. I can do something that's reasonably successful financially, but also has a lot of artistic merit you know like why isn't disney playing the long game why are they just playing hey short-term blockbuster just needs to be good enough this is a really complicated script to write because there's eight movies before it and the last one was very mixed so i just don't understand why they picked this writing team well that's what i wonder who who can they not afford like who is not willing to write a star wars movie of course i could be none of these people have sci-fi credits right except for Jurassic world yeah of course, it could be some people don't want to work with them or they were busy. Or what I wondered, too, is if it was one of those guys was the writer and then they kind of like brought in other people as time went on. Right. It's like they're like, I can't do this by myself, you know, and they just kept adding to the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, it's- what is it, seven total writers on the including story and screen screenplay for this one? Yeah uh six or seven yeah that's too many (laughs) yeah it's and disney does it and sometimes it works okay but i don't know how many movies i've seen where they have 
three story writers and two screenwriters. And it like, and I mean, an extra writer too, because it's George Lucas's character. You're like, mm-hmm. wait, we have three or four story writers, two screenwriters. JJ isn't the best screenwriter. Like, you know, I don't yeah. know. So I just, I don't understand why that's the team they picked. Yeah. Which, to be fair, this is how JJ Abrams ends always go. They get, you know, he rushes them. He tr- does way too much information at the end. He's like, I needed 18 more seasons of Lost to tell the story. And it's like, you needed two seasons of Lost to yeah. tell this story. And you've taken 30. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's very bad at finishing a story well. And, and like for as much information they dump on us, they don't answer the most important question Which of is? this whole series. Well, not even the series, of this movie. Because they brought back Palpatine. They did not explain who he had sex with. And that's what I want to know. Didn't, who are these people? Like, who is who is the woman who went to Pound Town with Palpatine to make the people that then made Ray? That's what I yeah. want to know. So here's, here's the two at? things. One, I'm pretty sure her Ray's father is Palpatine's son. I uh-huh. think that because I think that guy is credited as Palpatine's son or something like that. Or like their last name is Palpatine. Yeah. So it'd be him. But be, yeah. Um there's two things that I've heard, and I'm pretty sure the canon answer might be that he's actually a clone. His son oh, is a clone. Right. Um, but the other thing too is yeah, I remember like he was just a like his he was always a Sith for a long or for at least a long time. Yeah. But he was also a member of like an aristocrat family from Naboo. Uh, so I mean, there's a ch- I don't know how conservative his constituents were in Naboo. But oh, so Bendy's very conservative. Um, and but you know. He might have had like a family there too. Yeah. But I think it's supposed to be that he was a clone. But then it's mm-hmm. like, why do you let a clone out of your sight? He's a clone. It's not a real person. Wait, you get Boba Fett. If you do that, mm. Boba Fett's a clone and he sucks. Moving on. You say that now, but we're going to get some real cool series about I do him. like the guy that plays the the clones and he's playing yeah. Boba Fett. I like him a lot. Yeah. He's in Spartacus and he's working cool. hard. Yeah. Um, okay. And then look, oh. it's a potential spam. Continue. Okay. So the other thing is like JJ Abrams is just like, it's a stars movie. We have to blow up a planet. Like, no, you, you don't, you don't. It happened in two movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you made it a third movie, and now you made it a fourth movie. <laughs> yeah. just like JJ, let it go, like let it go. Let the oh, every ship can blow up a planet. Like we're get out of here. Like we, yeah. we have to stop somewhere. And like he made it a point to say, no, this will never stop. If you give me another trilogy, there will be new ways to explode planets forever until Star Wars <laughs> dies with me. And I just what's he what's he doing out here? Like, you know. Yeah, I know we did make this point. The best Star Wars movies are the ones where they don't blow up planets. <laughs> Here's okay. So we made this point the first time we were where it's like, what why do you need to blow up a planet? And I'll say the same thing I did before. You play Star Wars Empire War, that's the name of the game. I couldn't remember it the first time. Mm-hmm. You blow up one like Alderaan, because it's a scripted sequence, and then you're like, I'm gonna blow up another planet. And then you're like, hold on now, this is a bad move because you run need, out of constituents. I need planets. You need resources. You need people to subdue. So 
what I like, this is a point we did not make last time, is they're like, but the Death Star technology exists in this universe now. And so what Ryan Johnson did is like, cool, I am going to think of other applications. What else would they use it for? They would have this unlimitedly powerful laser beam cracking open heavily armored bases and ships. Yeah. That's what they would use it for. Right. So I'm sure like those big, the auto cannons on the dreadnought, mm-hmm. I bet you if you like read into his back lore that he wrote for the movie, those are probably also miniature Death Star cannons. Yeah. That he's like, they probably would be like, all right, Death Star is too big and expensive to build. They're going to blow it up because mm-hmm. it's impossible to effectively defend something that large. So let's apply it. But how does a ship, no. how does one ship have enough power? That's the thing. Cause like Starkiller Race is like, no, it draws energy from a star and yeah. uses that to blow up a planet or multiple planets. And this one, it's like, where are they drawing all that power? Because Death Star was huge. Yeah. Right? And that's part of the reason all the Kyber crystals, like, you have enough Kyber crystals on just one gun on one ship to blow up a planet? I mean, here's no the, way. The thing there really is that. They had to like strip the galaxy of Kyber crystals to make the first Death Star. And then they're like, and then we made another one and it's bigger. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that alone is un- is not cool and weird. But they didn't even n- mention that they were Kyber crystals back then. Yeah. And then, like you said, it's like we're putting them on Star Destroyers and they're the old style Star Destroyers. And we have more than have ever been in the galaxy ever. Right. I. Yeah. Okay. The other point that we have to make this movie yeah. is that I regret saying that JJ had good lighting in the first Star Wars. Yeah, you that do. He did. I regret it because this whole movie, they didn't know what they were doing like the whole time. And mostly it's just when they're on Exegol. But you and I both like I needed sunglasses because it's just dark, dark, dark. You can't see anything. Bright flashes, bright flash. I was like, I'm about to have a seizure here in the living room. And you, you mentioned that. You had that problem in the theater. Yeah. I don't recall, but watching it now, I was like, give me Brian Johnson's lighting. And I even looked it up. I was like, who is this new guy, this noob that J.J. Abrams got? Same guy used for Star Trek. Same guy he used for the first. Well, same guy so, for Mission Possible. Same guy for the first one that J.J. Abrams did. So it's like. So he's the same guy who took spotlights and pointed them directly into the camera. And that's how they got the. They lens flared it to death in yeah. Star Trek. I hate J.J. Abrams for that. What I'm saying is I really like the lighting of The Force Awakens. Same director, same director of photography. And somehow we're, we did we pulled out this movie. I think I know the answer to all your questions. J.J. Yeah. Abrams was nervous and downright scared to do that first one. I think he came into this one being like, I did one and it was the more successful of the two. Yeah. When he should have come in with this one being like, I need to just be milk toast with this you know yeah. like i need to be the most bland thing ever and just wrap it up that would have been better than what he did because he yeah. tried to go crazy he's like ryan johnson you almost did it i'm about to nail it yeah. and he didn't he missed I, entirely i will say one thing i like about the writing and honestly it does stay throughout the whole series one thing one of the few like things about this trilogy that is consistent i really like that ray and kylo ren learn from each other yeah, like their force powers because Ray doesn't get it doesn't really get extensive force training. She gets a little bit from Luke, but like in the in the Force Awakens, she learns Jedi mind control from Kylo Ren. She yeah. sees Kylo Ren doing it, and Kylo Ren tries to do it to her. That's how she learns that, and she's able to use it. And Kylo Ren uh, in this movie, you know, they learn together. Like, oh, we're communicating back and forth. And in this one, it's like 
oh, I can see your surroundings. Like I can interact. And, and uh, she force heals Kylo, Kylo force heals her, you know? So mm-hmm. I really like that. There was like, oh, you know, they are kind of, they are a dyad, <laughs> but they, they are connected and they're learning from each other. And I really like that. And it is a bummer that one of them dies. And you're like, what could have been, you know? Yeah. But he killed someone. We did it. High five. J.J. Evans killed somebody. The, the hottest man of the trilogy, whatever. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. I'll tell you this right now. The only reason that he dis that his physical body becomes one with the force is because somebody in that writer's room was like, "Why wouldn't Ray just heal him?" And then she would die, and then yeah. he'll heal her. Then they heal back and forth forever until they both die. Yeah, and they're like, "Whatever, let's have the guy who's a Sith for the last twenty years become a a force." the one with the force entirely. And then I'm sure somebody was like, but Darth Vader didn't become one with the force. And they're like, shut up, Craig. You're just the janitor. (laughs) Yeah. Craig should have written the whole movie. I'd take the Craig cut of this guy. Uh, yeah. What's the arm doing? What is the arm with Palpatine doing? It's like either be the creepy force ghost thing that you're holding your body together with your sheer power of the force or don't. All right. You're you're basically you're everything he does in this movie is so half baked. It's yeah. like just go the creepy force goes route or make a new bad guy. Don't put Palpatine on GLaDOS. All right. Yeah. Don't. It's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. What's yeah. it doing? I don't know. It was only attached to his neck. Because there's entire storylines where he's like a, a vampire, where he has to like suck life energy from people. Yeah, which he does like, in this one. He, but he only he can only do it because they're a dyad. Yeah. It would have been cooler if he w- it showed him draining people to stay barely alive. And then he's like, you two together and are it, so powerful. Did we talk about this in the last, last time? Because we talked about it in your apartment. It's Horcruxes. He's Voldemort. Yeah, he's Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. Or like they're all based on because I don't want to give J.K. Rowling credit for that. They're all based on Sauron. But his whole thing is he has one. It's the ring. Yeah. Uh, Poe, I got problems. with. I think last time I probably talked about, look, Poe, they go back and forth. They introduce this character and then she's like, come with me. And then at the end, he's like, she's like, sorry, I got to finish this war out. Then he finishes the war. Then he's like, hey, we hooking up. And she's like, no. Yeah, I hated that. It was it was another thing where it's like, oh, you're pulling this up. Oh, you're drawing it back. Okay, it didn't happen. Here's my thing about Poe. Number one, I'm gonna before I go before I say this, consent is very important. However, if everyone's having celebratory kisses and this person who's already expressed interest in you being some sort of partnership is there, you don't politely ask for like a shrug, like, you wanna kiss maybe? What you do is you go there, you embrace that person, and you you take your kiss. You get swept up in the moment, and you do a kiss that way. And that's Poe's yeah. problem, okay? That's why he didn't get a kiss. That's why he didn't hook up with Carrie Rawlings or uh, whatever her character's name is. Am I wrong? I'm no. not, I don't think I'm wrong on that. Yeah. I know last time we Look, brought up Everyone's the fact- celebrating. People are kissing. Boys are kissing. Girls are kissing. Boys are kissing boys. Girls are kissing girls. Old men are making partnerships with young women- to go do missions and you're going to come here and be like, eh, old friend, you're not, you just yeah. do it. You yeah. go in and you assert yourself. It's more romantic. And then you have Babo pop over her shoulder and be like, Babo. <laughs> hey. 
I love Baba. I mean, so I hated the Trippio thing when they gave him his memory back, but I did enjoy the joke where he's like, oh, Pablo, he's one of my oldest friends. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I don't get the point of giving him his memory back, especially if this is the last movie. Especially that so would have been like, It would have been such a, first off, at the end of the prequel trilogy, he, he his had his memory wiped. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the first time. I said this before. It's not even the first time no in the series. Trippio, no one cares about his memory. No one cares about his personality. So it's like. I was going to say, like, I'm happy his memory is Except for the whole next two scenes, he's like, who are you? What's your name? Where are we going? I was like, okay, now this is too much. Like, that's a waste yeah. of our time. Because it's just 3PO asking a bunch of questions. Which I think Ryan Johnson knew how to use 3PO much better than J.J. Abrams. But, like, keeping his memory wiped and just having it. Or having it be like R2 be like, I'm going to restore your memory. And then it comes back and it's like partial or something. Yeah. So it's like the 3PO thing. It's such that the, it's the most nothing threat to follow through on in that they didn't kill him. They just wiped his memory again. So why why couldn't he even just do that? Because nah, he I could be know. like, oh, he killed Carrie Fisher. It's like, she died in real life. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason she died. He killed Kylo Ren. It's like, yeah, because he's the Sith. He got to die at the end. He's the, he's copying the other movies. He has to kill that guy because he's Vader. Mm-hmm. So he has to die. Oh, man. Yeah. So he didn't do any like stuff they didn't have to do. There's nothing really interesting about like the end results. Yeah. I mean, mo- a lot of this movie was literally he copied Star Wars, A New Hope. And this one, a lot of it is copying Empire or the Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Because in this one, they're like, we have a fleet. But in Return of the Jedi, we're like, we have a bigger Death Star that works. Yeah. So it's like, why? Why did you just copy it? Why didn't you try to do something different? It's a great question. Because that is like a redeeming quality of the prequel trilogy is that they are very different. It's like a different universe where it's like you've seen the Empire, Mm -hmm. which is all, you know, the Empire and Rebels in their compare and contrast. And then it's like now we'll give you like here's the Republic and the Separatists where it's like you can the difference isn't really it's a lot more. uh, The it's not as good versus evil. It's different stuff Politics. behind the war. There's mm-hmm. different look to everything. Mm-hmm. There's different major players. I did hear George Lucas. That was one of his criticisms of the new trilogy. He's like, you just used all the same ships and stuff. Yeah. For my movies. Like I wanted you to do different stuff, you know, which is one of the reasons why he liked Ryan Johnson's. He's like, you guys went more, to new stuff. You had new stuff. ships. And yeah. You explored the idea of like, these people are rich and everybody's like, you're awful. You sell things to the first order. He's like, well, they sell things to both. Yeah. Yeah. Like the people that these guys that the first order and the rebels buy their guns from, it's the same group of people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. are they bad? Not really. Cause they're selling to both sides. So right. yes, but no, but no, uh, everyone's favorite part of the movie, the shrug, the shrug, we love the shrug. We love the lights here. You got a lightsaber. So Look, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And it kills them all. It sure does. I do like, I like watching, I want Adam Driver to do more action stuff. I like watching Adam Driver do some action scenes. Yeah. He's out here doing all these garbage indie movies and all these Oscar nominated drama performances. I want to see him punch stuff, kick stuff, 
and use swords. I hope if they do something, because I know some people have thrown around like the idea of doing a story of Luke training the new generation of Jedi, because mm-hmm. you can lead it into knowing that Adam Driver's going to go bad and bring it or not. Kylo Ren's going to go bad, kill everybody. Yeah. But it'd be cool because you have adventures. I hope they do it and I hope he comes back and plays Ben Solo. Yeah. Because I feel like you give that to the right people, they can do a real cool, like, showing him slowly, sneakily going to the dark side. Right. Yeah. Not like Anakin, which is like, I hate you, Obi-Wan. You're my best friend. 45 minutes later, I will kill you in this lava. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone's least favorite part of the movie? Where are you from? What's your name? I'm right. Right who? Right Skywalker. Uh, here's the thing. When you kiss someone and they die, you're married. Yeah. That's what I learned. She kissed Kylo Ren. He died. So she did look. She, uh, she Her name's Ray Solo. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I don't. Uh, it's fine. We I have. It. I wish. I wish she had just been like. Here's the thing. That lady doesn't need to be there a little bit. I wish that she had just buried the lightsabers. You could have seen the force ghosts of Luke and Leia and she could have lit up her new lightsaber, which I didn't realize is from her staff. Yeah. Which is cool. I don't I have no problems with that. I wish it was just kind of like, oh, an end on the Tatooine Sons. That's that's a good ending. Yeah. It's just it's it's this dialogue that didn't need to happen. And Bailey complained about it same way I complained about it. But it's just. You kind of erase the whole thing, like embrace who she is. She could be Ray Palpatine. She could be just Ray. Like she doesn't have to follow anyone's conformity. Yeah. Um, but you which, go out of your way to make this scene, this contrived scene for her to say it. Yeah. Which I, I do. I defend still the her not saying Palpatine because that'd be like, what's your name? Cody. Cody what? Cody. Cody Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Uh, you, we would change your name at that point. Right. Yeah um but that's what i'm saying why does she change anyone's name yeah the rise of the skywalker could be ben solo right that's what it's supposed to be i thought yeah but it could have also just been like instead of the you know using the like let's find out kind of vibe right the billy d that's only there because billy d williams every single movie is like i'll come back i'll be in it and finally they're like all right you're in yeah we'll let you be in it finally after not letting you be in it uh-huh. but she could have just been like you know i mean like it was ray ray who which first of all why are you suspicious you're the one in the middle of the desert lady that's not your house we know that yeah you've stumbled upon an abandoned house with somebody there yeah and you're questioning them mm-hmm. anyway of her saying something like you know like you said just ray or you know having her be like ray who and then she does the it shows her sitting there and then she looks at his sons or something dumb and then it ends Instant, mm-hmm. before she says it. That's my question too. Like it's like, where's what's Ray doing now? So is she a Jedi? She has a different kind of lightsaber. You you mentioned something about Sentinels. Yeah, so the lightsaber color is supposed to match the type of lights or the type of Jedi you are. There's the Guardians, the Sentinels, the Counselors, mm. uh, which I think Counselor might actually be yellow. Anyway, there's one that's like kind of like, like a peacemaker type person where they're like very justice and maintaining the balance and the guardians are the blue ones and they're very like well i'll fight you i'll fight you i'll kill you and then the other <laughs> ones are maintained mostly like deal with force yeah. stuff but i think green might be the the justice one 
Yeah. I don't know. But that doesn't mean anything because then uh, Sam Jackson's like, I want a purple one. And they're like, all right. Yeah. I And then my other thing too, like sitting in the movie, right? You have Lando Calrissian and then the former Stormtrooper lady. Why wasn't they so like, hey, we'll go figure out where you came from. Like, why wasn't John, like, if you're going to do that, why wasn't um, Finn there? Yeah. Because he bonded with her, but then they're kind of just like, I don't know, Lando needs to say something. We introduced you for some reason. You go talk to Lando. You know, it's just like, I get that Finn's going to be there for Ray, but also Ray doesn't care that much about Finn, you know? Yeah, which I hate that. And no one cares about Poe either. So it's just like, these are the three characters, and the only one who gets a real arc in this movie is Ray. And even the <laughs> things you introduce for Finn don't pay off, and the things you introduce for Poe don't pay off. Yeah, which we talked about in the last movie in last jedi how all this stuff was brought in and not paid off this is the movie that does that it's the he pays off as much as he can in last jedi Mm -hmm. and then pass it off like all right now you just need to maintain finish this arc and it's like how about i make my own arc which is (laughs) you have to follow ray around it feels like jj abrams is like fine if i can't have the whole trilogy nobody can and smashed it you know like that's what it feels like or like that was that meme where a person travels and then gets the scroll and then they read it and then they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's almost as if like J.J. Abrams wrote the scroll, then brought in the story writers and was like, all right, let's make it based off of this. Like, don't watch episode seven. Don't watch episode eight. I made a scroll. <laughs> Leia Organa is called out in the scroll. That actress is dead. <laughs> so find a way to slink her in here. We have two scenes where we can use her. Yeah, which you and can really tell. The, those are yeah. like green screened in. Yeah, cut out because they weren't lines that landed very well. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell, like because I know, like they had a ton of stuff in the seven that they cut out because they're like, ah, she's not not doing as great as we hoped she would. Mm. Not delivering these lines very well, yeah. and you can tell this is just them going back to the best of the the, yeah. the ones that weren't good enough. Yeah, um, writing scenes I, around that. I don't know what else I had to say. I do have one fun fact, but that's <gasps> it. So me. is there anything we missed? I didn't say the facts, but it's the movie. It came out. It made a, over a billion dollars, I bet. I saw the domestic gross is like 500 million. Maybe. It, yeah, no, it did. For sure. The international probably would have yeah. put it over. But um, I guess I do want to mention the uh, Rotten Tomato score. We we want to touch on it briefly. 51 tomato meter. Oh. That's the critic score, which is bad. That's bad. Because even like Marvel movies... Are, they average in the 80s yeah sometimes the 90s yeah because it's only the people who are like getting real like this is not a masterpiece of film so i give it a bad review right they're giving a bad review. people give it straight and like everyone kind of points to the same thing like okay it's clunky it feels very rushed it just you know it's it's yeah. all you know that's kind of what the critics talk about in like the summary reviews audience scores in 86 which is where i would have put it the first time i saw it yeah. In some regards, because there were things that I liked about it. There's just so much less for me to like about it this time. And that's from, you know, I would consider this one. I, I would take the the high tomato meter over the audience score when the tomato meter is that low, you know, for as far mm-hmm. as like what The Last Jedi got. So that's what I'll say about that. I do have one fun fact. It is that. I, yeah. So uh, just a reminder, Last Jedi got 91 on tomato. It's basically flipped. Yeah. Basically. Uh, anyway john boyega lost a copy of the script to this movie he moved apartments and he left a paper copy of the script under his bed so someone else found it put it on ebay 
Disney had to be the ones to go back and buy it. Yeah, they <laughs> had to buy it for like an around. obscene amount of money too, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Which yeah. is uh, maybe that's why the Rooster Brothers use an air gapped computer to write Endgame. I don't know. We'll yeah. See. Well, there was another movie that, like somebody left a, their iPad with the script on the bus or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was right around the same time. Yeah. Because everybody was like, so dumb. Um, yeah. This, can you even imagine? Like, yeah. I remember, wasn't there like an interview with him and he was just like, I was terrified. Yeah, like, I thought they were, I thought they were going to kill me. I mean, that's probably why they gave him such a crappy part in this movie. Probably. <laughs> it's like, you were going to bang this chick, but now you don't <laughs> get to. Uh, uh, real quick, do you want to try to guess the, to really close out the whole Star Wars? Budget, the budget was huge on the last one, right? Yeah. I don't know. Is this one like a $260 million budget? It's 275 Okay. Estimated. The overall... Oh, is it a one billion even? Almost. It's a little bit over one billion. One billion seven hundred or seventy-eight. Bums me out that like the first and the third one did so much better than the middle one. It was nominated for three Oscars. It was like sound, music, and effects. I think. I'm gonna be honest with you. I clicked away from the screen because I want to yeah. see. Why well, I looked at like, it earlier. The, look, even across the board, <laughs> the Last Jedi is reviewed better on all the sites. Yeah. Like all the critical sites, it's reviewed higher. Oh, JJ. It's just not great. I'll tell you what else Last Jedi did. What? Made 300 million more dollars. Really? Yep. It did? It made 1.33 billion. The Last Jedi did? Yep. Oh, I thought we said it made less. Or is that just the domestic that was low? Uh, The domestic for nine was right around 500,000, like you said. The domestic for. Last Jedi was six hundred and twenty million. Oh, so wow. more domestic as well. That's crazy. So it made more money, reviewed better. So I think like at the time there was such an outcry that they panicked and reacted, and now they're sitting there thinking, "Wait a second, we it we spent like thirty million more dollars making it, and made ten times that more in prop like in revenue from it. It got nominated and won more awards." Yeah. And made more money. It was a better movie. <laughs> yeah. But what's interesting too is JJ doesn't have anything in the pipeline right now, according to IMDb. Yeah. Normally, big directors, they have their next one or two projects, sort of. You can see what's coming up on IMDb. He doesn't have anything right now. So I wonder, wonder what he's up to. He tried to become Steven Spielberg way too early in his career, I think. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm the new Spielberg. I'm acting like 70 year old Spielberg. And everybody's like, that's not going to fly. Yeah. You have not made like, what did Spielberg? Like I mean, E.T. In, and in everything. the 70s and 80s, Spielberg, like, he went through Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Jaws and E.T. and then moved on to did Jurassic he? Park and yeah. then did Saving Private Ryan. And, you know, like, yeah. that's when he, and then Schindler's List, that's when he started slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> it was three decades of, like, amazing movies. And then he's been a lot slower in the 2000s doing more like what he wants to do. Whereas... Uh. I mean, J.J. Emerson's done nothing to that level. You know, yeah. he has a good movie. Star Trek is good. Super 8 is good. Um, the first Star Wars is good. He has good movies, but he's not. He is the dime store. Steven yeah. Spielberg. Uh, I didn't like the movie. <laughs> I didn't either. It amazes me that like if you listen to the last one or like our arc through this current watching, like we came up to this thinking J.J. Abrams should have gotten the whole trilogy. Yeah. And now we're ending it with. Why did they give any of them to J.J. Abrams? Why didn't they just say, all right, we'll release them every three years 
Yeah. Like all the other trilogies. They did go too hard too fast because they were, you know, it was just like Star Wars, Rogue One, whatever, you know, Which, like. I think it was because they were trying to make back the money. They spent so much. They gave buying a, Star Wars a huge sack of cash to George Lucas. And they're like, we want this back in the next 10 years. Yeah. They didn't take their time. To be fair, I think they did make their money back probably. Definitely. I mean, if you're so. grossing a billion dollars on any movie, you're not going to take long before you get it, but. I didn't enjoy the movie very much. I, I said C minus. I don't. Here's the, I've watched. I just. It's, I wouldn't. I don't want this to be like a positive because I didn't. It wasn't good for me. Yeah. I think. Is this the first one since we start doing the like reviews gearing up for our hopeful debut debut on Rotten Tomatoes where this will be our first negative one. Right? Maybe. Yeah. But like I watched Last Jedi three times in like a week. Yeah. Because I was like, this movie is beautiful. It's so good. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't even think I want to watch parts of it again. Yeah. Like, it's just not as the good. The only thing I would watch is that very end where it's like, okay, I wouldn't mind watching the Kylo Ren fight. <laughs> yeah. And I like, I think Ray's fight is really great where she takes out like the Red Guard people. Mm-hmm. That's it. But it's so fast, you don't even notice it. Yeah. Like you blink and it's over. Do you think that crowd of people was real this time around? No. I still think they are because you see it collapsing and them getting smoked. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You had so many arguments about that with I people last care. time. So it's I like, don't even care. Yeah. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. a Star Wars movie. We don't like it. You ha- yeah. Okay. Where would you put? Th- now we watched all of them. Where are you sticking this one? I would put I would still put it above the prequels, I guess. Really? I guess. I would put well, it below three. What? I'd put it below three. I, I'm tempted to put it below three. I think it's on par with it's episode one. Better than one and two. I mean, as a whole, it looks fine. It looks good. There are a few good quips. In the, I but, mean, there is a bad CG character in that guy they meet to get the message. Ah, There's a bad CG. Which in and out is so fast. It's like, whatever. But it's like, then they have the head, which is a puppet, practical puppet head. And it's like, why, why didn't you just use this to do the guy? Why did you do sp- Anyway, there's a lot of bad CG in my opinion. In this movie. All right. I can't. Is it bad? Thanks for listening. <laughs> Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because we need to be legitimized. Yeah. Uh, share us wherever, you know, share us, like us. You can yell at us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Opinion Havers. Look at our memes, cherish our memes, cherish us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Until next time, watch movies and have opinions. It's going to be a long time before I watch another JJ Abrams. Yeah. You broke me. You broke me with Star Wars. <laughs> a Star Wars movie that you liked last time yeah. around too. Mm. But this time it gave you seizures.